0: and welcome to Emma's ESL English. So yesterday we were talking about business English and today we're gonna talk about musical English. Musical English? There's English for music? We'll get to that later. There's really kind of two parts to talking about music. We have the first one talking about music And the second one is describing actual music, like written down on the page, music. So first, let's look at talking about music. This is a really common conversation to have when you first meet people. Maybe when you go on a date, maybe it's a company outing, maybe it's a friend's party, but it's really common to talk about music. The most important thing for these kinds of conversations is to be able to recognize different categories of music so that you can say what you like and don't like. Of course, you can talk about different bands or musicians or composers, but It's good if you know what kind of music you like. First, we can categorize the genres of music. For example, we have classical music, which is not just old music, but in the UK we might say old music for posh people, which is of course just a stereotype. (laughs) Classical music includes composers such as Mozart, Beethoven, and Brahms. But, classical music can also be used to describe modern composers, such as Hans Zimmer and Endardi. Ludwig, Ludwig? This not, it's Ludwendo, Ludwig, anyway. Pop music, short for popular music, covers most of the music in the charts right now. And it tends to be modern music with some kind of a beat. But other than this, it's a really wide genre of music and covers quite a long time span as well. It includes people like Michael Jackson, Coldplay, Oasis, Justin Bieber, and Ed Sheeran. Country music is originally from America. These days, we're starting to see some British country music artists, and we're also starting to see some crossover music. Is it country music or is it pop music? Or we have artists that are working in both fields. I really think this started with Taylor Swift who was originally a country music artist and then moved over to being a pop style artist. And I think that allowed people to imagine more crossover in different genres rather than feeling like they had to stick to one kind of music for their whole lives. Within country music, we can include Garth Brooks, Taylor Swift in her early music, Florida Georgia Line, and Johnny Cash. Rock and Roll. This was emerging during the 1950s, and really it's known as the music of the 60s. That was its real powerful decade. And it includes things like the Beatles, Buddy Holly, and Elvis. We also have other things that are maybe a little bit less common. So heavy metal music commonly referred to as the headbanging music. <laughs> My mom would have included Nirvana in this group, but I would definitely include The Clash, Slipknot, and Black Sabbath in this group. Dance music tends to be music that has a very heavy beat to it, and you can hear this music mostly in clubs. It includes other categories too, like trance or chill. We also have opera music, right? So that's the kind of singing. Opera music sort of fits in the classical music category, but it's about singing and telling stories. But it's quite different from musical theatre, or in the UK we just call them musicals, which are modern musicals that might be something like Hamilton or Phantom of the Opera so while both of these genres of music are singing and sometimes they're both the similar kind of ah, kind of singing they are two different categories but as music is no longer just being put out by production companies who are looking for commercial value but has expanded into music produced in bedrooms on youtube and on spotify that's massively diversified the music that's out there. It might be almost impossible now to make a complete list of music categories. The Audiophile review says that there are 41 primary genres of music and within those 337 subcategories of music. Wow, you don't need to learn all of those. <laughs> So while I do think it's important to understand some of the most popular music genres, I don't think you need to understand 337 different kinds of music genres. But I think maybe if you go just with those popular ones and maybe like the top 10 or even top 20 of those popular ones, that will really make sure that if music comes up, when you're at a party or at an event, then it's very easy for you to continue that conversation. If music does come up in those kind of situations, or if you're not sure what to talk about with people, you could just ask someone, what's your favorite kind of music? Or even, what are you listening to right now? If you keep a general, what are you listening to right now? You may end up having a conversation about music, but these days you could just as likely end up having a conversation about podcasts because there's so many podcasts out there. So asking an open-ended question like that is a really great way to get a conversation started. So what are you listening to right now? Oh, my favorite podcast at the moment is, what's that about? And once you ask the what's that about question, then you can listen to what they're talking about. If it's something that's interesting to you or you know a similar podcast, then you can have a really good conversation about that. Similarly, if they tell you a different kind of music to what you're listening to, then you can ask them, Oh, I've never heard of that kind of music before. Or can you tell me some famous bands who play that kind of music? so that you can start to understand. You could maybe ask, what's the history of this kind of music? Or where does this kind of music originate from? These days, as we said, there's such a diversity with the kinds of music that you could very easily come across somebody who's really digging into K-pop, for example, and really loves that. Which, of course, 10 years ago would not be (laughs) the case at all. It was only in Korea where people were listening to K pop. It can be a very interesting conversation to have, and it can really help you learn new things and learn about people. And of course, if this is somebody that you work with, then you can on a regular basis ask them Did you listen to the last podcast? Or have you been to the concert? Did you know that that band was coming into town? Okay. So what about part two of this? What about describing music? Well, this is going to be short. (laughs) It's mostly done in Italian. It turns out that Italian composers were the first to start writing on their music. So other than the musical notes, the Italians were the first to add more instructions or more detailed ideas about how their music should sound when it was being played by someone. These days, Italian is still the most commonly used language across the world for writing instructions on musical scores. Okay, that's it for this week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You can check the description for some of the things I've talked about today, and they'll also all be over on the blog. I'll put the link to that in the description as well. See you next week. Bye!